Dexter Holland come in? Who? Dexter Holland. You I don't know, know who that is. He's from the, the offspring? offspring. Oh, it's good. good guess. That just makes me want to go skate. Mart, let's 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 not pod. Let's just go skate right now. Let's grab your board. Oh, I just broke my wrist. Oh. <laughs> I, I I looked at a skateboard and I broke my wrist. <laughs> oh, oh broke my, my nuts coxic. right in half. Oh, uh, welcome everybody to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I am a host. Um, I'm a merp. I'm a something or other. I'm here with Kruger. We're doing a two-hander because John Sylvain is in the the in in York, the UK. He, yeah, he's yes. in Yorkshire, in the city of York, and he's depositing Wait. his child there. He's abandoning his he's child. Th- but does he have to be in quarantine? Nope, nope. That I, that's over. Yeah, when I went there. All right, you were there. Yeah, the the day I arrived was the day they lifted the mandatory ten day quarantine. So okay, when that was going on, you fl- you spend a thousand dollars. To fly to England. Well, not you. People do. You probably have like points or miles or something. Uh, no, my <laughs> wife pays for it. <laughs> Your I wife pays I, for I it. Some, pay. Someone else pays for it. Yeah, but you, you mean, spend a lot of money to fly to England. 1100 bucks. Yeah. $1,100. Coach. Buy the bathroom. Um, center yeah. aisle. Well, because I need center the seat. bathroom. I yeah. need the bathroom really close. Well, yeah. You're cooking in there the whole time. Well. It's not technically smoking. I'm cold smoking it, ma'am. So I'm yes. not. It shouldn't set off, off the alarm. Back off. And I have a weak bladder. And I'm wearing a mask. So you fly to Heathrow, mm-hmm. the name of their airport, and then you have to quarantine for 10 days. Yes. At the airport? Like in a spa- no, no, in no. A Sparrow? No. This is what they do. And Ye old Sparrow? Any, <laughs> any UK listener will be like, no, you got it wrong. But this is how okay. I interpret it. Tell me. There's a magic king there who grants you entry into the King COVID. I'm King COVID. Mm, welcome to my kingdom. No, you... Uh, Great stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> you basically give them all your contact information. So you have your phone. Mm-hmm. Your the, You give them... Instagram handle. Instagram handle. And you give them all your tests and whatnot, and they LSATs, MCATs, yes, GREs. No, just just your COVID testing, so they know that you're negative on the COVID. When before you go, come in, you have to come in with a negative COVID test, and after two days you have to test again, and then at eight days you have to test again, and then you have to test again when you leave. And I actually, the, I think you have to test again at ten days, uh, something like that. But so. Th- Big testing is making a shitload of money off of sure. this. Sure. Oh, that's they started all this. Yes, PCR. Uh, Who? But my question is, you have to quarantine. You had to quarantine for 10 days. Where did you quarantine? Where did you go? Where did you hide? No, I didn't have to because I, I, you have to. So what they do is they. Fix the mic, please. Jiggle the handle. Thank you. They do contact tracing. So Yeah, I heard that term a lot, but I didn't yeah. see it in action. So what they do is they randomly ping people and on their cell phones. Because you up? You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep, yeah. Exactly. But so there's no... But when there was... Okay. I need to reframe the question a third time. Tell it to me like I'm a five-year-old. Okay. So... You need to make a poopy pants? So when there was quarantining, 
in England, you would fly there. Mm-hmm. This is what my sister did when she went. And you would have to sit in your hotel room for 10 days. Wherever you're staying, yes. And they, So they, they, they let you leave the airport. Yes, but they, they can see where you are based on your GPS. Meaning they, they your phone or they give yes. you a GPS no, thing no, to their walk fo- Your phone, because you give, them, you give them access to your phone. So it's not really quarantining. Well, they can tell, like, so here's what, how you get around it is you... Give someone else your phone. You leave your phone in <laughs> yeah, wherever like you're that's... staying, and then you leave. But here's the other thing Uh-oh. is... When they you, could call at any time. W- they could call at any time. Hello, governor. You up? <laughs> nope. That was pretty good. I should have done it as Michael Caine. Uh, no, don't, don't. Please don't. Don't. <laughs> uh, do it as Gary. No. Uh, Hello, Steve. It, no, no, it's, no, no. It's, it's, it's Gary. I, you up? You up? <laughs> Gary, Gary w- w- what can I do for you? I need a handy. A, a handy. No, don't make it sexual. We, weren't, we were friends. We weren't sexual partners. Well, he didn't mean it to be sexual. He just needed I a need handy. A, a hanky. Oh, jeez. You could have you cleaned it up. No, I Okay, can't. so... so what happens is when you walk into a a restaurant or a store, you you go by the QR code and you check in. I don't know what that you go, oh, meaning you use your phone to see what you is available your, at this Sparrow. No, yeah, you use your phone to check in so that people know where you are. So then they know where individuals are, and then they can use that data. So that if there is an infection, they can find out who else was there around that same time. Oh. Okay. That seems like wildly inefficient, but I've Wait, never... how is that wildly inefficient? I think it's actually the best way to grant freedom. Like you're giving up... I, who pri- said I wanted to grant anyone freedom? Well, you're giving up a little bit of privacy sure. for the sake of being able to go wherever you want. But then they track wherever you go. They got to know. So when this all started, what was it, 15, 20 years ago? I, I've lost track of time. Uh, I think it was, uh, let's see. 17 months uh, ago. Uh, years? I, mean, I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I've, I, all I know it was 2019, everything sucked, and then everything got really worse, and it's been like a decade. But all I heard was contact tracing. There are going to be contact tracers. Yes. And, and that I, is something that they've been here in America. developing. For a long time, but it requires buy-in from right. the people who it, do it. No one's even getting vaccines, let alone like. Yeah. What What do you want to do? We just want to know where you are at every given moment of the day. Like, fuck. Don't you. tread on me, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Like, okay, it, cool. It's it's. For I'm going to Sturgis. Yeah. But you shouldn't. That that whole public health thing is, is like the the lack of awareness of of just like you're doing something to help other people, like the people that fake. Their vaccine cards are pieces of shit. These are people. That's your opinion, not mine. Just want people to know that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a really controversial stance. Like you, basically, you're you're saying like, oh, I'm flouting these rules so I can go to Madison Square Garden to watch the Foo Fighters. Uh, yeah, of or, all or, things. Or, or yeah, go see Lizzo. But the Foo Fighters. Eh. I mean, seriously, uh, Fighters, But those are the those yeah. are the people who go. I I actually am a big fan of Dave Grohl. So nothing. No. I no, like his other bands. Um, <laughs> I like Scream. A friend of mine auditioned to be the drummer for 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 Scream. No, or the Foo Fighters. For F- Foo Fighters when he when they first started. That's so funny because I knew someone who auditioned to be the, a guitar player. Like every w- weren't they an LA band for a while? 
Well, yeah, are they? They, stay, they are. Yeah. yeah, like he moved to like Virginia for a while because he's, he's from D.C. I'm sure he has a farm out there. No, but he, like, b- like before the Foo Fighters took off, I think he like moved back to D.C. and I think the Foo Fighters were like a Virginia band for a while. And then he moved moved back here. I don't know. I don't know. I just remember back in the day, people were like, "Are you auditioning for the Foo Fighters?" And I'm like, "Wait, what?" People were at, nobody, no one would yes. ask you. No yeah. one asked you. No one asked you. Some, no, but I was in the room when someone asked someone else. So by, <laughs> by the was it transitive property yeah, or yeah. No. so Taylor Hawkins was in the room. They're no guitar him. playing. They, they oh, lost sorry, their sorry. guitar player. Right? Didn't didn't their guitar player quit? Pat Smear. No, they brought him in. Was he always in the band? Yeah, I, don't yeah. Know. I mean, what an amazing group of musicians. Like by the way, yeah. Like I and like I think they're great musicians. I think they have a a, a great presence. I'm just not a huge fan of the actual music. They've recorded the same album nine times in a row. Yeah. It's yeah. the same, like... But, you know, I appreciate a band called ACDC because they've done... Yeah. Well, they had one singer, and they recorded the same album, like, nine times in a row. Then he, he choked, choked on his own vomit. vomit. Baller way to die, by the way. And then they got a different singer, and he was a little different, and they changed their sound just a tiny bit, and then they just... 12, 13, 40 more albums, exactly the same. Yeah, and, Every song's the same. Bon, Brian, they have similar Doesn't names. Doesn't matter. You yeah. know? No one knows what they're saying. You yeah. just know the chorus. It's Shoot to Thrill, or We Got Big Balls, or Thunderfuck, or Diesel Lips, or what, whatever. It's you know, it's all about sex. Diesel Lips? Is that really a song? No, I'm just making stuff. Okay, that's, that's, our, either, that's our band. That's either no, no. a song. It's either an ACDC song or a Weed Strain. That's a good... No, we're going to do... Diesel Lips? Diesel Lips. You and me. <laughs> Let's you do and a, me. Two, a two-hander. I'm going to be the upper lip. You're going to be the lower <laughs> I'm, lip. I'm, I'm Clef, because <laughs> that's a musical term, and it's also fucked up lip. Yeah, like Yo Queen Phoenix has. Oh, does he have a little clef lip? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. He, he's done clef, okay. Clef palate. Clef yeah. palate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, good name for a restaurant. Um, yeah, I, I just I thought that there was going to be this buy-in for contact tracing because, like, look, we're not all we're not shutting down. Because of this thing. Like, okay, cool. Well, we all have these little devices in our pockets, which are basically tracking devices. I'm sure my phone is listening to me. Later, I'm going to get an Instagram ad for the new Foo Fighters album or something because it's like listening in. And I thought that was going to be like, okay, this is kind of dystopian. And Ray Bradbury probably wrote a short story about this, but what, whatever. Like, but it's better than... Everyone dying and the the economy shutting down for almost yeah. two fucking years. Well, I mean, think about like so many public schools require require your kids to be vaccinated for many different diseases, and it varies from state to state. But in Jacobson versus Massachusetts in 1905, the court upheld. Dogs are knocking shit over. The authority of mm. state governments to enforce laws that require citizens to be immunized. 1905. Yeah. And, and, and old Massachusetts? Yeah, I wow. know. Uh, I was, uh, I think, California. But, but oh. <clears throat> you said Massachusetts. I thought. Mm, I say lots of things. Okay. Yeah, no, okay. it was just Jacobson versus Massachusetts. But yes, um, they call it Taxachusetts when you live there because they have high taxes. Uh, yeah, and then you stuff. go to New Hampshire. Yeah, just go live in New Hampshire. Fuck it. Fuck it. Live free, die hard. Live free or die. Live free, die hard. No, that's a very bad. No, it's it's an okay movie. Actually, that's my favorite. Of the is it Hard. the good one? Yeah, it's it's really good. I've never enjoyed anyone but the first one. Um, I I like the the first two and the fourth one, because Kevin Smith is in the fourth one. That's true. And but anyhow, yes, this is not something that is 
unusual, like where government has asked people to make sacrifices. Like think about World War II, think about the draft, think about all these things where people are compelled to do Think about things. slavery. That was a pretty big sacrifice. Well, it's a little bit different. <laughs> I would say... Hey, we're going to take you away from here and we're going to put you over there and we're going to put you to work. Yeah, but not for but, the nation. Not for the nation. Not pay you until you're dead. Yeah. Cool? And, yeah, and, and not for the great... Where's he going? Good. Come back, come back. Yeah, Get yeah, over. Not for the greater... <laughs> not, not for the greater democracy, but for that... Fat white guy over See there. that fat white guy? He yeah. wants to be fatter yeah. and whiter, and yeah. you're going to help him. Yeah. Are you on board? I'm like a project manager who works for a slave company. Oh, my God. You'd be so good. Guys. He's so organized. That I, I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be it, it's going to be long hours. We're, we're, we're going to be tired come Sunday. But you know what? We're all going to be tired. But we're all going to be tired. And think about that bottom line. Think about those sales numbers. Yeah, and let's think think about, about Q4. Think about the customer. Yeah. Think about how happy they are going to be. Exactly. When, when you're singing those hymns. Mm. Yes. Think when he puts that that cotton blanket all over his body after a long day of oh, pinching Christ. pennies in New York City. You helped make that man warm. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm a team leader. <laughs> oh my God. So and then awful. there's the uprising. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd help organize that too. Great. So we're going to go okay, uh, slit that guy's throat. You know, when you disembowel me. Yeah. <laughs> Please, uh, make sure that my lower intestines are very, very far away from my upper intestines. There was uh, some uh, unhappiness in my sort of immediate family this week because a f- another family member has not gotten vaccinated. They are an older person, and they've also swallowed the blue pill of... Uh, oh, I love that beer. Yes, please. Of There's formaldehyde and vaccines, and you must love Fauci, and all of these, like... Just not like a clear line of, of, of logic. critical thinking. Just yeah, kind of yeah. like, these are all the crazy talking yeah, points yeah. that have entered into my ecosystem, my confirma- confirmation bias silo, and it upset the member of my family that their loved one wasn't getting the vaccine. And I was just sort of like... Pam? <laughs> well, there you go. There's, Way to, way to bury the lead. Um, <laughs> not bury the lead. I exposed it. Exposed the lead. Well, way to not help me bury the lead. So, I, I and I think back, so I try and put myself in the other person's position. That's the, the way I always break something apart critically. Like, I, I, like that guy on the plane who didn't want to wear a mask and was complaining. And, you know, everyone on the plane was like, my flight to Portland two weeks ago. And there was one... Surprise, I can't breathe, man. and he thinks doctor, and this is a stupid law. Like, okay, okay, like, but I seriously, tried, that happened. I didn't. I told you this. Yeah, but but I, mean, I just think it's. Oh, I, I I know I know I know. Like all of the outrage Ugh. is is the immediate frontal lobe reaction. Like, and dude, it's, also, it's a plane. Like, you, you see it on Reddit. It's, it's and been. Like, I'm gonna do it too. It's been a year and a half. You know, you have to like. It includes your nose and your mouth. Your ears, you can leave open. I, I sometimes put earplugs in just because I don't want any COVIDs coming in my ear holes. But I tried to get into the mindset of this dude, this guy that I totally don't agree with, but he's what looks like what looked like a taxpaying American. Like he's a citizen of this country. He has he was as wearing much, cargo shorts. He was wearing very very comfortable thirty eight <laughs> waist cargo shorts from Old Navy with pockets filled with crap. God knows what he had. In yeah. There. Uh, bringing me a hot pocket. It'll yeah. be defrosted oh, by the time and, we and, land. And horse parasite dewormer, whatever. Uh, and I said, okay, 
I'll buy. I'll engage in your thinking. This is bullshit. This is theater. There really isn't. There's a, a, a small flu that went around, and this is the government experimenting on us or trying to... I, I, I don't know. This is like uh, hive control or what whatever. Like, yeah, maybe Fauci has made it all up. Maybe that just this yeah, is like I, I, this yeah. is this I'm, is I'm why listening. you and I are different because I'm like I'm gonna get into no, your no, mindset. No, I I, no, tried, no, no. I try to I try okay. to be empathetic. So I'm this guy. I'm on a plane and I'm like, look at these fucking look sheep. That fucking guy. No, 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 no. I'm not mad at them, but they're all wearing no, masks, and I you. I have more information than them because. Rush Limbaugh told me from the grave or whatever, however I got it. But, I, you know, okay, they're all wearing masks. Like, you know, you're in a horror movie. Everyone's wearing a mask, but there's there's no disease. This is all, they're, uh, uh, Soylent Green is people. Like, I'm Charlton Heston in a movie. I don't know what movie that is. I just know the, the it's line. Soylent Green. Oh, really? I thought I thought that was Jesus uh, Christ. Omega Running Man. Scared, <laughs> which he's not even in. Um, he's in a Mega Man, though. I don't even know what that is. Space nineteen ninety nine. That's uh, the Will Smith movie. Battlestar before. Galactica. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So I'm legend. Uh, okay, I'm on the plane. Bunch of sheep around me. They're the sheeples. Sheeples wearing masks, following this crazy law. I'm Donald Sutherland in Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Like I know they're all fucking brainwashed. But we still got to fly to Portland. It's still a two hour flight, and this young woman who is a flight attendant she can't change the law so what the why make a fucking scene like yeah. if if your goal is to expose this conspiracy to the world get on parlor and tell your friends in the alt-right what they already know but like you're not gonna this woman who said sir you have to put your mask over your nose and mouth is not gonna go you're right it is a conspiracy i've been all wrong like just shut up, uh, like do what you're asked. Get to Portland. Start making fucking pamphlets that say this is a, this is a, all a, a, a democratic hoax and hand them out outside of a subway terminal and be that guy. And this is why no one wants to take service jobs. Like this yes. is why there there's a restaurant that closed uh, and on the west side uh, j- just this past week because Sparrow, Sabaro, Sabaro. Yeah, Am I saying it wrong, Sabaro? Sparrow. Sparrow. Uh, no, it, it's a. I forget which restaurant it was, but it, you know, it's one of these hipster restaurants. California Pizza Kitchen. CPK, and it's because like they couldn't get enough staff to to work there. It's a pizza place, uh, a hipster pizza place, and like I, I understand, like if you're in one of these service industries where you're dealing with a bunch of indignant, like like entitled assholes. Like, there's n- t- for twelve, fifteen bucks an hour, or in other places like like Texas, right? You know where you don't get they they factor the tips out of your minimum wage, so you mm. get like three bucks an hour, three fifty an hour. Like, fuck that. Like, I don't want to. Well, do and that. also those uh, a guy, a kid working at a pizza place can't change policy. Like, if you're and I'm like I'm Roddy Piper, and they right. live so, like I have like I see. I put right, the sunglasses right. on, and Fauci is an alien, and we're they're trying to get us prepared for the takeover. You got to go get your message broadcast, and you got to go take Fauci hostage. I'm not suggesting this to anyone who's listening, but take Fau- like this is the bad yeah. '80s movie version of it. Take Fauci hostage. Get on fucking 
the national news or whatever, and he's yeah. oh, like yeah, rip yeah. his fucking yeah, yeah. mask off and show that he's an alien or whatever in the hidden with the Carl McLaughlin that eighties movie that's actually really good holds up, but yelling at a pizza guy or giving the Alaska Airlines uh, flight attendant shit V. No, it's called uh, The Hidden. Oh, The Hidden. Yeah, oh, it's really good. Really, really good. Holds up. Holds Michael up. Michael Sarandon. Uh, um, Kyle MacLachlan. Yeah. And Man, that guy's got a chin that could fuck for days. Oh, my God. But As someone who doesn't a, have much of a chin. He's a great alien. He actually he liked one of my tweets that made me really happy. Um, Do you know him personally? I'm trying to get him for a project. No, okay. I don't. I don't. The, the Ed Asner one that, uh, that oh. Ed Asner went up and died. And then you're like, oh, who's the next Ed Asner? Who's the next... Well, Kyle, Kyle McLaughlin, McLaughlin has uh, let his hair go completely gray, and the character in the project is an older guy. It's much easier to make, I don't know, Kyle McLaughlin 60? Like, he's not old, old. Well, he's 60. But he's 60, and totally gray. It's much easier to make him look 70 than to make uh, yeah. Ed Asner, who was 93, look 83. Yeah. <laughs> so. I was like, oh, okay. yeah. And he's a great you know, actor. There's a middle ground there. Like, there's something in between there. You can get the, someone in their 70s, you know. Yeah, but I, I just, I, there's something about Kyle McLaughlin that I just, I think, I he's, think he's the best. So he was on uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. And he played a sort of like agent turned kind of villain. And he, like, gets injected by something and his, like, his face gets all bloated. But he looks exactly like an enraged uh, Quentin Tarantino. Hmm. And I That's tweeted, pretty much like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. He yeah. looks enraged. Oh, yeah, yeah. He always looks like he's about to explode. And I tweeted that, and, and he liked it. And it, it, it really made my day. And it's so, and it made me feel like, okay, this is why Twitter is so infect, you know, infectious, and this is why I shouldn't be on Twitter. No. Because that I'm just chasing down the the endorphin of the, the, the qu- a celebrity, someone I yeah, I the, the think Kyle is McLaughlin is cool, who maybe a total jerk you know, in person. Yeah, exactly. He's got a lot of Instagram stories of him in his backyard, dressed up like a Shakespearean actor. Quentin, Quentin do you know a Shakespearean? No, Quentin, and he or? and he's reciting scenes from Shakespeare's work, and he's fucking great. Like he's he's a really good actor. Oh, I think I think absolutely. And absolutely. then he's been you know kind of. Tagged with like well, was Sex in the City, wasn't he? I, 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 I always think about like you know the, w- there are these actors that we think are great who haven't necessarily had uh, a consistent career of yes. greatness. Yes, and and you wonder like what is that? You know, what's like, his name? Uh, my left foot. Uh, Daniel Day. Daniel Day Lewis has never been on like a crap sitcom where, or maybe he has. And I just I, didn't. Maybe he has. It just seems like he came out of the gate like my left foot. And my beautiful laundrette, and then it's just like amazing movie after amazing movie, and then he becomes a cobbler for ten years, and then he's just like, "I'm back, baby. Put me in every prestige thing." Yeah, he never did a season of Arliss. Um, that would have been something else. Sandra <laughs> did did several seasons of Arliss, and she just came out. Yeah, yeah. Ahead. Well, yeah. most people didn't come out of Arliss, so that that shows her talent. <laughs> <laughs> If you could yeah, survive. I, I, mean, I, I, like, survive. I have to say that Sandra Oh is like just one of my favorite actresses. Like, it, it, if you want to know, if you want to know what it's like to be an Asian, like uh, North American, because she's not American, uh, she's Canadian. Um, but uh, uh, actress, like, listen to the interview with with uh, Terry Gross on Fresh Air. Like, she really breaks it down. Like, how 
all the things that she went through where you're like, oh, pure talent just came through because like you're right. not classically beautiful. You're not, you know, you're not white. You're no. not all these things that that Hollywood loves that Hollywood is basically saying, don't come here. Do you look like Margot Robbie? Even better, are you Margot Robbie? Come on, come on, come, 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 come. Yeah. Blonde, and by the way, small. I think Margot Robbie's a great actress. I think she's a very good actress. I'm not great, but very good. I, I haven't seen enough of her. Yeah, I haven't. You know. But like, Sandra O oh didn't come out in my left foot and my like she was in TV and then she, you know. She was a, she, and, and no offense to her, no, it's just no, the, the, is, the the industry was like in the 80s was like, oh, you're a British guy, we're gonna have you play okay. this character and that character. Alec Baldwin and Susan Sarandon started on soap operas. You yes. Know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I just, I wonder like about those Philip Seymour Hoffman's, you know, like did he ever do, was he ever on Silver Spoons or some uh, crap? I, like I would that? have so much more respect for Oh, him. we got to get out of here. Like, I don't know. I, don't, yeah, like I Jason, forgot what he sounds like. Like Jason Bateman, I think has had an, such an incredible career from Silver Spoons to Valerie, to Valerie Family, to uh, Arrested Development and Ozark and on down the line and and. You know, I don't know what he's like as a person. Total prick. Uh, no, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I did see him once on the lot. I was going in for an audition for one line. He was probably going in for a um, whatever. I'm, I'm too big to do this show, but I'll come in and meet anyway. Yeah, an offer only type of situation. And he did not look happy, but I think he's just a, a delight. You'd be surprised how many actors that you love when you see them in the workplace and the workplace for an actor isn't really on set. That's pretty, you know, uh-huh. the workplace is driving to Paramount. I got it. It's three o'clock oh, I traffic. I, I, or I, in a class like, hi, yes, I was on uh, sliders a couple of seasons ago and I haven't worked in a while. So I'm working on my craft and yet like I'm the famous guy in the room or girl. And I got to do like an acting class to, you know, like there's like a lot of work outside of, you go to set, you get some donuts, you sit in your trailer for six hours, you come out and you go, Bill! And they're like, great, let's just get another shot. Bill! Great, that's a that's a wrap on Marty. <laughs> you know, like, the work. That is my commercial that's career. Right. In- Bill! Nope. Try it again. Yeah. Bigger. Bill! That was great. We'll fix it in post. We'll call you. Yeah, we'll get yeah. you into some ADR. Yeah, we'll, we'll, that's a wrap on Marty! Yeah. You drive home. We'll get, uh, we'll get Dustin Hoffman to dub that. Uh. Why? But yeah, when you see... Them at auditions. Oh, well, I, just... I ran camera for a director on a big budget movie back in the day, mm-hmm. in the 90s. And it was just crazy. Biodome? Uh, uh, no, but Polly Shore did come in. He was offer only. And uh, that was... Not anymore. Not anymore. But it was really interesting because he just sort of sat there and just started like talking for like half an hour. And like all were sort of like beholden to like just stay there and listen to him. Talk, talk, yeah, yeah, and he did not get cast, but oh. but he was whatever. Like it wasn't it wasn't like offensive or maddening, but then you I, I saw so many people Oscar nominees come in and just like do crazy things and just the same things I do in my job interviews for the shitty jobs I'm going for now, oh. like. You know, sending thank you notes and and stuff like that, and like yeah, there was one actress who came in and and we were all just like, what just happened? And like we didn't really say anything, but I think the casting director said something to her agent, 
And then we got a handwritten thank you, like a, like apology the next day saying, oh, I just want to say it was so great. And like, and like everybody's like, everybody's constantly beholden to somebody else unless you're Kanye, you know. Or Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Who I met once and was like fucking delightful. Because like he, he's, he's like, eh, what, what am I going to do? He's an actor. He's like a great actor. Like, there's no question about it. Yeah, like, but he's, you know, like, uh, I'm, I got it. Yeah, but, but also he's game. Like, he's totally committed to everything he does. Like, I, I really like his work, but I don't like all his movies, but I like his work. He's always good at everything. Yeah. Not the funniest guy. Mm, tall. Not the shortest guy. But he's tall. <laughs> he's tall. He's, he's tall drink of water. Shocking. What, six two or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Just right. like, ooh, you're tall. How do they make uh, you look normal next to the little mutants that are call themselves actresses who are uh, five that's one? That's why he hooks up with uh, supermodels. Does he? I didn't know that about him. <coughs> what What's her name? Dak Shepard's wife. What uh, I worked Kristen on a show. Bell. Kristen Bell. It's very short. Very, very short. Very and just like a doll. Uh, like like one of the most incredibly professional. Like just like. Just do your fucking job type of person. Yeah, she does, she's uh, an interesting. A friend of mine was on The Office and finally met, like, was in a scene with Steve Carell. And of course, like, this was like the peak Steve Carell. And I'm like, oh, how awesome was that? He's like, yeah, he was kind of just about work. And we were like blowing a take. And he's like, guys, let's let's go. Let's go. Like, he's like, they're fun on a talk show set. And they're fun when they're promoting their movie. And they're fun. But that's okay. No, no, no. I, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, it it didn't bother me. It it, it I it, it raised his stock in my mind that he's yeah. like, yeah, I don't come here and fuck around. Yeah, and I mean, and also to... I'm here six days a week. I'm a producer, right. and you come in, and you're and you know you're like, let's let's try some stuff and, yeah, and I, like if, goof if, around a if, little. If I had the choice between getting home at five and getting home at eleven, yeah, yeah, I I don't need to like joke around just so I can get home at eleven. Yeah. you know, it's so, work. Yeah, and and that's like a really refreshing thing to not refreshing but it's like it's just like a good thing to recognize like it's a job for everybody and you can still be really funny and silly and whatever but you you focus it for when the camera's on you know oh when i met uh god i met some really depressed people when i met robin williams at this like all right talk show no it was like an award Uh, he was hosting co-hosting some award thing shooting in vegas and I just, you know, I was like, oh, I got to go say hi to Robin Williams. And I think he was with his manager or his wife. Some older woman was with him, kind of just hanging near him, but not too close to him, but close to him. Like, it was that weird. There, It was a green room filled with famous people, but he was like the, whoa, that's Robin Williams. Like, right. you know, Ozzy Osbourne's over there. Like, okay, but right. Robin Williams. And I was just sort of like, hey, I don't want to bother you. I know you're about to go on, but, you know, grew up watching you and, I had your album, you know, and he was just like, yeah, thanks. Like, it was... But you know what? And then I watched on the monitor, he went out on stage, and he was fucking Kill. Robin Williams. Yeah. He was, like, doing all that shtick. Well, because he's so anxious right before then, and I think that a time. Yeah, it was my thing. fault. No, 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 you know what? It was. I'm sorry, it was after. So I had seen him as oh, Robin Williams okay. just riffing and doing the fucking preacher voice and going, and then he was just kind of like, yeah... You know what, I still think that that is a good thing to say to somebody, and I I mean to, yes. I I just found him kind of dark. 
Well, clearly. Well, clearly, yes. But, I walked back to the people I was with, and I was I like, still think that that's, "That's not going to end well." I still think that is, it, it is a good thing to call out, and that is better than to not say anything. Uh, just to just to say something very complimentary, without asking anything of them. Yeah, I didn't ask. I didn't. Yeah, and you didn't ask for a selfie. Well, I, mean, I asked if he'd loan me fifty thousand dollars, but I promised I'd pay him back. Okay, your promise. I have to say, your promises are really strong for the most part. For the pretty, most part, pretty much. Really I'm pretty good about paying people back, but I have a sure thing. I'm in Vegas. We're gonna make money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he gave have, me the money. I you mean, have a system. I do have a system. I put it all in red, and I do uh, all the a- asset I could do, and then I spin the wheel, and and then fifty-fifty. Easily wins every time. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're either you double your money or your weekend's over. I have to mention that we lost a a comedy great today, and uh, we Norm Macdonald passed away today at age sixty-one, and uh, we should have uh, mentioned this earlier. He had been dealing with cancer for uh, almost a decade, Mm. and he kept it hidden from everybody, and which is absolutely. Like, obviously, it's his right to do that, but what a fucking loss. He is one of the funniest persons I've ever seen uh, on TV. You know, I don't, I didn't, never met him or anything, but what a hilarious, hilarious human being. Uh, One of the most confident joke tellers who could take a three line joke and extend it into 20 minutes. And have it be like spectacular, and he really hated OJ too. Okay, well now now you're now you're now you're well because when no, people no wait, now I don't want to well because there's like he, a ton of YouTube like he was, compilation videos of like Norm Macdonald going off on OJ. Well, that's oh, that was one of his targets, yeah. and I was I heard how earlier so? how so how what we just it was like endless jokes about. That he, you know, he he hadn't even gone to trial yet, but that yeah, he murdered his wife and a waiter. Like it just it always yeah. Uh, I and and I know a guy that was like his half of the writing team at Saturday Night Live. He's going to come on here at some point, and he's the guy that created that Norm McDonald bit they do. He used to do well, Saturday Night Live where he did it together. You know what? He didn't create it himself. What What are you talking about? You said he created. No, no, no. This thing that they would do on Saturday Night Live where Norm MacDonald played Larry King. Oh, oh okay. And would be like, if you see one movie this year, it should be uh, then the stupidest yeah. movie. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't think bread gets talked about enough. Yeah. And he's just sitting at his typewriter. Yeah. It was and, like the. Uh, ha- go for Peoria. Yeah. No, it was just like little one offs that made no sense. It was very surreal. And yeah. I remember it. And this guy came up with it and would write them with Norm MacDonald. And I texted him today. I'm like, holy shit, he's dead. And he's like, I didn't even know he had cancer. Like, he didn't tell anyone. He kept it super secret. Well, good for him. Which is, which is his right. Yeah, I mean, like, and I think that, like, he was trying to protect a legacy, I guess. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what his motivations were, but... Uh, it's too bad. He was too young to die, and he... I, I think he... This guy sent me a 1998 clip that he wrote... And Norm Macdonald performed at the ESPYs, which was like the ESPN and Awards. He was a big sports fan. Yeah. And, a big sp- and, and, and there was an OJ joke about murdering your wife yeah. and a waiter. And there and were a lot a, of. He was a big gambler as well. Yes. But there were, I mean, jokes that just the room was like, no, that's too dark. And they kept cutting to sports I, stars. I love that he never cared. And he never cared. 
which then pushed him like he had sitcoms and stuff and then he had oh, like like norm yeah oh. like norm it was just called norm not like norm and then he had a like norm he had a uh, comedy sportsy show i think called the norm mcdonald's show, show. yeah he wasn't good with titles um <laughs> And then he kind of drifted into the poker space. Yeah. Like he was just kind of showing up on poker shows. Oh, he was a great commentator on Yeah, on poker and I show. always like, thought like... He would say ridiculous things. Like, I think he's, he had like a, a third act, like where later in life he'd be like a host of something in poker or sports or gambling or like... But also like one of the greatest late night guests ever. Yeah, always good. Always and just great roast guest. Yeah, like just saying inappropriate shit, which is you know I thought that was my brand. But also like really silly jokes. Yeah. That were like and and just like going whole hog on them and being like if you if you're too young you've never heard of him Google like Norm Macdonald late night and just watch him on Conan where he's just saying shit like okay you can't believe Bob Saget. Roast is great because he just like saying the most absurd dad jokes ever and just standing by them. And like everybody's like kind of hesitant and then kind of just like completely in love with what he's saying. Yeah. And then the, my other favorite one is when Courtney Thorne Smith. Oh, yeah. That's the one on Conan. Yeah. On Conan. And it is. What does he do? He goes crazy. He's just uh, saying, like, ah, that show stinks. Uh, You're on that crappy show. Yeah, but then he has one of the... I'm not going to spoil it. You have to watch it. But one of the best improv moments where Conan says, do something with that. And then... He does. He, he yeah. does. And it's the best thing ever. And I feel like he would have had a third act kind of like a like a Bill Murray. You know, like he would have... Like how Bill Murray is just some sort of hilarious golf dude right, right. who's Who, like who's like elevated above everybody yeah else, i just I, I go to south by southwest and i 10 bar and then i play a little golf and then i'm in an indie movie and then i'm the voice of garfield and then i'm myself in a zombie movie like he just kind of floats did you ever meet him uh um norman yes um and i felt like he had another like another chapter but what happened when you met him oh it was just like a to work on the the norm one of the <laughs> <laughs> the the norm show or the norm comedy central i don't know so many meetings marty who who can keep track um but yeah it's like when things like that happen a guy's 61 uh he's you know not not the end of his career there's probably some more gas in the tank and he just dies it's just like why is oj still walking the earth why why is he still with us that guy's, he's a bad dude. He's a bad hombre. Why does he get to keep going? And I don't know. I had this conversation a long time ago with somebody about really awful, awful people. Like the worst of the worst. And they seem to live a long time. And maybe it's because they don't hold anything in. You know, like I think Trump's going to hit like 99. Because he's just, you know, he has no stress. He just says whatever he wants and blames people for his problems and you know he's just not internalizing anything which makes you know i guess a lot of quality good people internalize things but i don't know i just i saw that today and i went fuck 
so many other Saturday Night Live people who could have gone instead of Norm Macdonald. Who would you have? Who would you have oh, taken I, away and first? I had a I had a list going with this I guy. Know that, that you have a beef with Pete Davidson. That you know, I who, love who I love Pete Davidson. What are you talking about? Uh, Terry Sweeney. Uh, Terry Sweeney's dead. Okay, Julia Sweeney. Uh, Julia Sweeney's career is dead. Um, what were the ones? What were the ones that I? Julia Sweeney used to be the, a fan of this podcast until 10, ten seconds ago. Oh, I'm sorry, Julia. I enjoyed your one-woman show about cancer. Uh, and you're great on bl- swill? No, uh, shrill. <laughs> you know that show, show swill? Yeah. Uh, how about Jim Belushi? Like, enough. Uh, yeah. Was he, he on SNL? He was on SNL. That's crazy. I know. And he's got, uh, just go away. Uh, uh Rob Schneider's not doing too much good for the world. He's an anti-vax goofball. Yeah, but he, had a, he has a very talented daughter. He does? Yeah. Oh, uh, who's she? A TikToker? Yeah, she's a TikToker. Is she? I don't know. Um, I don't know. You know, it's just, it, it's like when Phil Hartman died, and I was like, no, not him. Uh, yeah. Sandler, come on. We will be spared... The ridiculous six or whatever it was called, like ridiculous six. I know, like Al King is uh, Rob Schneider's daughter. Okay, well, I, I, I have nothing. I have nothing against. Singer. I have okay. nothing against her, but yeah, and I, I'm not wishing death on Rob Schneider. He should live a long life. But were I to have this put in front of me by the gods, like, do you want to keep uh, Norm Macdonald but lose Rob Schneider, or or the other way around? I'd be like, oh, bye, Schneider. See ya. See you making copies. We'll we'll always have those memories, but you got you got to go, buddy. Time to die. Yeah, it's 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 the good die young. I, I don't I don't I, think I don't, you should say time to die. You should say time to make a sacrifice for humanity. Well, I I think Norm McDonald had things to say. Yes, it's just. But why OJ? Why does he killed his wife allegedly, and then got away with it? But then kidnapped some dudes and did 11 years in prison. <sighs> now he and Bill Cosby are playing uh, golf yeah, together. Like can't, can't just Bill Cosby just go away and then we can keep Norm MacDonald and Ed Asner. Well, Ed, Ed Asner didn't have much in the tank anyway. I don't How know. How dare you? He had a couple of sitcoms. He had uh, uh, the reboot of Arliss in him. Not starring Sandra Oh. She was, uh, she's unavailable. She's on the yeah. chair. Yeah, she, Season two picked up already. Nice. No, I don't know. I'm making it up. Uh, well, it should be. It, it's a great show. Did you watch it? I haven't watched TV in like two weeks. Oh. I work crazy hours, and then when I'm done, I scroll through all of my platforms, and I go, no, no, no. I'm still plowing through the expanse. It's fantastic. It's the best sci-fi. I think I've hard sci-fi I've ever seen done. Hmm. And I know that it was originally on the Sci-Fi Network, which is known for nothing. So, uh, Twelve Monkeys. Hello. Okay, I didn't see it. Uh, th- it's known for uh, competition shows where people make uh, masks Robots. of aliens and stuff. Yeah. Like it's, th- they're not a robust network, and so they don't have a lot of money. So I realize that the people that made that show made it made it cheap, and they made it look cool, and they did a lot of smart kind of production things. Yeah. And it's just. Really well done because it's based on a book and the books end and it's not going to be a Game of Thrones kind of, oh, you guys didn't really 
They were all dead on the island. <laughs> okay. Oh, were they? I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't get through Lost. Um, no, I did. I watched them all. So I, I haven't. I I'm just kind of like, it's eight thirty. I don't want to watch any TV. I can't pick anything. I don't have an hour in me, so I just stare at YouTube and watch clips of of uh, comedians. Uh, that's fair. There's no no shame in that. And I'm really into crosswords. All of a sudden, I don't know why. Oh yeah. I'm a terrible speller. That's that's that is my Achilles heel. I cannot spell. I'm not good at spelling. Do you do it on paper or digitally? Digitally. Uh-huh. Doesn't help. Uh, yeah. Well, no, but then, I mean, it helps your spelling because it catches your spelling. Yes. You mean my crosswords or just writing in general? Uh, your crosswords. You yeah, do, I do them digitally. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, I, I tried watching, um, or I did actually watch, um, what's it called? Homeland? The, no, no, no. The one with the boat gas. Um, the one with the Mayor, mayor of uh, East, East Town. Town. Yeah. Meh. Uh, yeah. It, I, she's amazing. She's such a great actress, but it was so funny because every time she spoke, I was like, boat gas, boat, boat, boat Mayor, gas, you want to go gas. over there? I, I can't even do it anymore. Boat but. gas. Boat. Yeah. But it was hilarious. Yeah. It's just, I think that show and White Lotus were all made peak pandemic, meaning... I think they some things were like pushed and some things were rushed and I felt like that show needed a little more writing, a little more thinking, a little more and it was like I t- loved White Lotus. I couldn't get through it. Really? I just oh, and it's, it's it's really well done, but it's, it's really funny. It's really It's a little first dark. drafty in places for me. Um but that may be No, no. No, I Mike think White. I, I I think like I'll watch a scene and and by the way, the music in it incredible. Every performance, mm-hmm. great. Yeah, a couple of the characters didn't really care for. Like, eh, this is lightly, well, lightly drawn and not well. I, I would say that there is some. Um, there was some stuff in in that show where it was. Um, I mean, it's a little bit uh, not. It wore its heart on its sleeve in a way, you know. It was very broadly drawn strokes for some things. Oh, a lot of lot of notes, like but we need to talk about men not being able to work in the yeah, blah, 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 yeah. and then like they have but, like a clunky scene where they talk about it. And I'm like, but I think that is like something that is an issue, and that's I, it, and, and you're, uh, a you're wrong. I mean, no, you're not wrong. No, B you're right, but C C shut wait the no fuck no up. shut the fuck up. It felt like. That's what I mean, like drafts, like a first draft, and the the network is like, can we talk about bigger issues in the scene? Can we talk about? I actually don't. I I think that's that's Mike White just no, doing Mike it's White. Not. You're wrong. And so, do you know Mike White? I knew him very well. We'll talk about it later. Right. So, um, this is this is I'm extrapolating this from watching it and going, <clears throat> wait, what? That that feels like. He got the note the night before and then wrote no, it. I, and then in the morning, they're like, wait, what are we talking about? And it just didn't feel organic and baked in. And that's like what you get from more iterations of drafts and more. I think that is more of an, I would say that that is more of a a thing of him being the writer director of a very like expansive show, you know, and there's, there are very few shows where the writer director does everything. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And and he did that. And I think that he Which again it. is back to my point of like I think they were like he's got a deal here. Quick, write something. We got to shoot it out of the country or Well, a, I think that they were also hampered by COVID. COVID. Yeah, yeah. That's sure. what I'm saying. Like I'm no, watching and I'm sure. going Absolutely. Wait. <sighs> right. Like well, like characters just disappear. Yeah, like oh know? yeah, she got COVID. We we wrote her out. Like what what well, happened to the woman in the pilot who gives birth to a baby? Right. Well, that that was a yeah, but then there is like you never hear see the guy who gets there's a guy who gets arrested and they just sort of mention it in passing oh, but they don't show it. But I mean I, I think it, it really pays off in the end. All right. and it, and I'll, I'll, I, I'm three or four in and I'm like uh, yeah, yeah. No, there, there's some stuff that is very much of like uh, uh, like on the nose. Uh, yes, that's my note. But which is fair but I think the overall tone is the overall takeaway is really interesting. I think that uh, the the chair goes into some of those things. Uh, Mary of Easttown, I think, just didn't really have much to say. Was it a crime thriller? Because that sex worker at the cafe, like three episodes in, like, oh, I went and talked, and I found that this girl knows her, and they bo- and like yeah. she just solves the case there. And I'm yeah. like, wait, so what's this about? Yeah. yeah. No, and it, then it, it's I, not uh, as interesting. The ending is not as interesting as like the buildup, you know. Yeah, and but. It's a character study, but but then they shoehorned so like it's got to be a uh, like a pod crime yeah. podcast yeah. where like we got more clues, and each episode ends with like the priest did it. Yeah. He's got her bike in the car. Like oh, the priest didn't do it because then yeah, the we, show's we, over. Yeah, but clearly, have you ever watched he didn't. fucking Law and Order? Yeah, uh, they do it in forty four minutes. X one, you, you think they they're like we got we got yeah. him. Like wait, yeah. there's forty four more minutes of show. Uh, that that he's not it. He's not it. So I, I, I you know, yeah, and I don't really care about his excuse. You know? And uh, this is me coming off of Euphoria, which I watched Euphoria. twice. Euphoria. It's Y A apostrophe schwa F O R I A, and then you draw the state of Florida around it. Yeah. Euphoria. Uh, it's my new rap name. Uh, I, I like a fucking masterpiece of television. I think. And like, the, I, there's the the girl from um, from White Lotus in there. Yeah, with the big boobs. With the big boobs. Yeah, you yeah. get to see them in in Euphoria. But like, my wife is really into them, and I'm like, oh. her boobs. Yeah. Oh, oh, they're juicy. But um, she's of age, right? I can talk about her. Right? Mm-hmm. But they do such a good job on that show of making you really care about her as a character, like. If you've not seen Euphoria, it's like chapters. There's one main character. It's uh, Zendaya. But then there are her little friends. And each episode kind of shifts the point of view. And you learn a ton about this one character. And then they go off into the rest of the story. And you learn so much about her. And like... And you I, find I, it you found it a realistic portrayal yeah, so like, of that age. But she's, got, like, she's dressed very provocatively. And she's got gigantic... Like young girl boobs, actor boobs, like just great New York boobs, as uh, Dave Chappelle did in that bit years ago. And I don't know if she's from New York. And then, by and then, there's like finally a moment when she has you know the love scene with the love interest, and you see them. And I was like, I felt betrayed. Like they 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 put them out there for you. Like you want to see them, right, straight dude? Yeah. And I'm like, I want to see them. Yeah, yeah. And then six episodes later, I'm so rooting for her as a character, and I'm like, I don't want to see your boobs. I don't Did it make you think less of her? It, it has nothing to do with her because it was it was germane to the story. It was just like I think they were fucking with me as a predatory, gross male. Like 
this girl's boobs are just like flopping out of her brassiers yeah. and scenes and you're like whoa yeah. and then you get alexander, to know her as a person alexander daddario from true Detective. yeah they just they were just like i'm, I'm looking at fucking uh mcconaughey hey welcome all, to the dirty old man he's all podcast. he's all gross and skinny from the dallas buyers club and yeah. uh what's this fuck fuck with the space between his teeth and no hair like we got to see something like just boom. They just show them like the second episode, like boom, giant yeah, boobs. Yeah, yeah. You, Let's get the the lady from the girl from Percy and the lightning thief. Sure. You know? Yeah. I didn't. I mean, yeah, like I, I, I didn't really care about her character. She was a part of the but plot. I think she's a very good actress. It has nothing to do with her. But that that yes. actress and that character whose name I've forgotten in Euphoria. Yeah. She's in a, a movie called The Voyeurs. Which yeah. Is on Amazon lots of right boobs. Now. Oh, you saw it? No, but something popped up because I talk about her so much. It's like, you can see your boobs in this thing. And I'm like, I don't see your boobs. I don't want to anymore. I don't, I don't, but it really did kind of affect me. And I I think that was intentional by the, the storytellers that like, we're going to have these young women, young actresses just flaunting their bodies in front of you. And we're going to make you like, get to know them and care about them and understand them. And then, you know, it's not just Alexandria Daddario going, I'm gonna show off my big my big cans on an HBO show because you guys paid for HBO. You should see some cans. Like it it made me like look at the love scene through a different lens because I was so connected to the character. I don't know. It was all right. All right. I'm, I really you're, you're thought creep, about her boobs you're a lot. Me out. Yeah, you're it's kind of. I'm like me out. right on the edge of going too far. I realize. I don't know if you're right the on edge. the edge. Okay, the like edge is. Is that what's yards, behind me? You're three yards past. It. I, she's yeah. a fantastic actress. I love her in um, White Lotus, but. Yeah, just coming off of what I think is a amazing show on every level, just music, right, the right. the way it's shot, the acting, the scope of it, like how it is about what's going on in the world. It's about a, like there's a character that's transitioning in it, and yet it didn't feel like on the nose. And we're going to talk about issues in this episode. I'm watching the pilot. And I'm going that chick. There's a bulge in her underwear. <laughs> like what's going on? And almost made me feel bad for judging, for going, why isn't the show telling me that this is a trans person? Why am I looking at a girl and then in her underwear I see a bulge? Like, uh, I, I just so appreciated that. And then I'm watching White Lotus, which is like, we're going to talk about an issue in this scene where we're going to have a lot, a lot of dinners and <laughs> a lot of people having dinner. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not much to do in Hawaii. That Aussie guy is so great in it. Yeah. He's so funny. Um, do you... Do you have any trans people in your life? Yes. You've asked me that before, and I've answered before. Asked and answered, counselor. A friend of uh, mine and my wife's child has transitioned. Hmm. Hmm. Any adults? I don't think so. Just, you know. I think think there's, like, there's a much, there's, uh, at least where we live, there's less of a stigma uh, about it. Uh, amongst the younger generation. Yeah. And I think that's great. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't... I mean, it's not something I'm, like, seeking out. No, no, no. I mean, we. I, I'm, I don't seek I out... I can it. barely handle anyone, so... Yeah, I don't seek I'm out like, any... Um, I've got to find someone who's also in this little tiny lane. Yeah, I don't I don't look at the empty lanes in my life and think, I need to fill those. No. It's like, who's, who's filling my lanes, you know? Um, I do know a lot of gay people, but I don't know any trans. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
I gotta fill that. I gotta fill that that card. No, you don't have. To. Oh wait, I you don't. Just, you just yeah. lead your life. Yeah. Well, if any trans people are looking for a grizzled, beaten up, fifty plus year old dude, hit up John Sylvain. Hit John Sylvain. He'll go. I don't know. That's pretty good, John. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> well, here we go. What? Um, oh, is it mail time? We're gonna dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. I wanna get my hands in that mail sack. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that was, was great. great. All right. I don't know why you have to put on that mocking voice. when. Yeah, you're... that was great. Hey, come on. I'm right here. Burp. Jesus Christ. All right. This this episode is ending now. Thank God. Okay. Paul. 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 What a great name, Paul. It seems like there's more going on there, but it's just Paul. It's but it's Paul. it's got two vowels in a row. Right, <laughs> I don't. I don't spell. It's not P A L L. It's P A U L. Paul. Okay. I don't know. It's just. What's it short for? Paula. Yeah. Paulander. Paulina. Paulina. Paul. Hello, Murps. Hello, Paul. Says Paulina. No. Longtime listener and infrequent emailer. Yeah. I'm a bit behind on the show. My wife and I had a baby this year. Congrats. Okay. Um, Humble brag. <laughs> I know. Enjoy the, uh, oh. the 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 Biden tax credit. Yeah. The child tax credit. God damn you! I, I fucking go knock someone up right now. <clears throat> I want my thirty four hundred dollars? I was definitely an interesting. It was definitely an interesting time to have one, mm-hmm. as I wasn't allowed to attend any of the checkups due to COVID protocols. That is crazy. I didn't hear our daughter's heartbeat until my wife went into labor. Uh, thankfully, we live in Canada, oh, and Christ. we've handled this whole thing a lot better than the U.S. has. Thanks, buddy. Though the proliferation, the, the availability of vaccines has not been quite as robust. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're still number one when it not comes to putting them in arms, but producing them yeah. and having them oh, available. Having the option of denying it. Uh, anyways, my main reason for emailing is I think that Yogi might be visiting Greenland sometime Uh-oh. soon. Uh-oh. They're uh, claiming it's Hurricane Larry that might produce snow in Greenland. However, we all know it's probably Yogi spewing his oh. cum oh. all over the place in his wild sex orgies. <laughs> does your daughter, does your infant daughter know you use that kind of language, Paul? Okay. All right. No, no, that's good. But what does that have to do with Greenland? I, I lost. Oh no, the, the Hurricane Larry. Hurricane. Hurricane Larry. Hurricane Larry is heading north, and there's a forecast of snow. In Greenland. In Greenland. Isn't it very green there? No, it's. Oh, not. it's very icy. Yeah. And Iceland's very green. Well, they did that to trick the the no, Vikings. Is that true? Iceland is not green. Oh, it's not green. No, it's just rocky. See, I learned that from uh, Greta Skaki in the player. Yeah. She's from Iceland. No, she's from Australia. Well, the character she plays is from Iceland. Uh-huh. And Tim Robbins goes, I thought Iceland was all ice. He said, no, that's Greenland. Where they changed the names to trick the Vikings. I, I, don't, I don't know why she's... What's that, I, what's that German know, I, director's name? Everybody... Yeah, yeah. Werner um, <laughs> yeah, Herzog. Werner Herzog. Yes, Tim Robbins. They <laughs> yes, changed Tim the Robbins. name of Greenland to Iceland yes. to fool the Vikings. Yes. No, to Hold on, Klaus Kinski's at the door. He has a gun. I must disarm him. 
And also shoot seven documentaries about a bear. And have sex with his daughter. <laughs> Who did that? I don't think so. I don't. Uh, no, oh, Natasha Kinski's his daughter? Yeah. I just put that together. Oh, you're amazing. <laughs> you are amazing. Like a fucking, like a bear trap upstairs. Slowly getting caught up on the show. Figured that this would be the only a- email that wouldn't be overly dated, Paul. And then he has two quotes at the end. Oh, dear. And do you, in your email footer, do you have any quotes? No. I'm supposed to, we had a long meeting at uh, this agency I'm working at about having a he, him, or she, her in your signature. Do you mean, that's that's what you mean, the signature? Yeah, yeah. But he has like a quote like, the road less, uh, does anyone remember laughter? Or some little jaunty Yeah, with phrase. an accent. With Hello. An accent. <laughs> yeah. The road less traveled is uh, three P's in a, it's one of those things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you do not first empty the cup, oh dear! How could you enjoy my cup of tea? I don't, said I don't, Bruce Lee. I don't. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he attributes the quote. Yeah. I want to do um, like one wait, of the wait. lines in let's, let's, White Woman Instagram, where I want to have a quote that it's really from the Lord of the Rings, but it says Martin Luther King. Oh, that's uh, that's one of the best lines uh, in it. You shall not pass. Yeah, um, Martin Luther King. Uh, if you do not first empty I don't, the cup, I don't think they know about second breakfast, Martin Luther King. Yeah. Eleven Z's. Eleven Z's. Uh, if you do not Potatoes, put them, mash them, smash them, put them in a stew. Martin Luther King. <laughs> All right. So we've, we've exposed our total nerddom and as well as our racial insensitivity. I can't, yes. I'm racially insensitive and I could, I pulled three quotes out of my ass okay. from Lord if of the Rings. If you do not first empty the cup, mm-hmm. how could you enjoy my cup of tea? What does that mean? First, do not empty my cup. The, the cup. The if cup. You, if you do not first empty the cup. So remove all preconceptions oh, I see, about I see, oneself I see. and then drink me in. As like, I punch you. As I punch the <laughs> shit out of you in a With ballet of punch. violence that will be filmed and shown to yeah. Americans and then inspire a young asthmatic Quentin Tarantino in Redondo Beach, and then he'll go on to yeah. make Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The yeah. end. And be imitated by Kyle MacLachlan in, oh. uh, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So Which got you one like. I, it, it literally got me one like. Yeah, that's the only yeah. like that matters. Yeah. You guys have it, a bond. It, it totally made my month. Burp. Okay, I'm going to tell you this quote, and you tell me who said it. I created punk for this day and age. Malcolm McLaren. Oh, that's a really good guess. Do you want to tell our young listeners who Malcolm McLaren is? He owned a a clothing store in London in the 70s and kind of crafted the term punk rock and the look with the safety pin and the ripped clothes. And he was the manager of the Sex Pistols. Mm. And I met him year. He's no longer with us. He's passed on. Oh, I didn't actually know that. I met him at a Seder in Venice, California. Someone I worked with said, "What more Jewish name is there than McLaren?" He's Jewish. Oh, I, I don't, I don't. But through the mother, uh, they had uh, the table with all of the things kind of mm-hmm. put out as as you, that you do at a Seder. Salt and whatnot. There's a chicken bone and a boiled egg, and really bad bread. And I'm standing there, and I'm like, and he's fucking beautifully dressed. He's a fashion dude, mm-hmm. and he's with like a model. And uh, he just starts telling me and the girlfriend at the time 
well, this represents the tears of the Jews in Israel. It's salt water. And then he just does this. He's telling me all of the stuff that I already know because I'm half Jewish or my mother's Jewish. So I've, You're Jewish. I've had been, been to Seder. So this is not my first Seder. No. But the guy that found Sid Vicious and put the Sex Pistols together is telling me, for no reason, I didn't ask him. I didn't go, hey, I know you. I was just like, oh, that's Malcolm McLaren. And the girlfriend I was, at the time was like, who? I went, just shut the fuck up. Just. Ah, I mean, he managed Adam and the Ants. And yeah, and he, he was in the great rock and roll swindle. Like, yeah, he's one it, of the great it, it, raconteurs he, of music. He found a singer at a at a uh, dry cleaner and sure. and turned her into... Um, Susie and the Banshees. No, Bow Wow Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, because uh, he, was, he was put two drummers in, in bands, and so... Both uh, Adam and the Ants and Bow Wow Wow had double drummers. So he tells me all this stuff about all of the symbolic food at the Seder table. And I say, wow, how do you know so much? And he just looks at me in this British sneer. He goes, I just do. And then walks off. And I was like, I I turn to the girlfriend who still was like, who's that? I'm like, that was the most punk rock thing that's ever (laughs) happened to you. Like... The guy that invented it just fucking, I just do. So, How do you know so much, Malcolm McLaren, about satyrs? I just do. And yeah. Gone. Love it. Just out of my life. And then but he's, now he's dead. That quote, I create, created punk for this day and age, was... Give me a hint. I'm, I'm lost. Oh, 90s. Yeah, I was going to say... Uh, Late 90s. Late 90s. Larry David. Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Skater boy. Right, uh, right, right, right. Corey right. writes in and says, hello, Steve and the rest. Thank you, Corey. Today I'm the rest. It's like those early years of the Gilligan's Island. They were like, Gilligan, Captain, Professor, or... No. No. A millionaire and his wife and the rest. And then they got... Professor like, and Mary yeah. and No, but later on, they they added those on. But in the early seasons, they were just like, and, and the rest. rest, and then... But but it's two. The rest was two. Yeah, but they got mad. No, no. I'm no, saying, no. I'm saying that the rest... Yeah. If you're going to say the rest, it should be like 17. But right. if the rest is just two... They, they weren't big enough names, profe- man. They just couldn't get in the song. Who was a big name? I, 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 Bob Denver? Dobie Gillis? Dobie Gillis? I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know... Isn't it weird that we grew up... I was thinking about this the other day. Do you know his character on Deadly Gillis? I've only heard those words. I don't know. Maynard G. Krebs. Oh, yeah. I've heard... Oh, yeah. That we grew up watching crap from the 60s because it was syndicated and on this thing called UHF. Like, it wasn't even current crap. It was... I was just thinking about the... Not the Flintstones. The Brady Bunch. It's a 60s show. Like, there's... Like, references that I'm like, I don't under... what, what What is... This is before I was born, but we watched it because it was cheap and pumped into UHF. Well, there it's just was weird. No, there was no paying for anything, you know. Right. Yeah. And, but there was no, we weren't watching, we weren't watching. Watching? Go get me some boat gas, ma'am. Oh, I, oh, I, I drifted into it very effortlessly there. Thank you. I don't thank know you. if it's effortless. Well, but yeah. Go on. You could see the gears moving. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just watched crap from 10 years prior to when we were born. So is it, is it, is it better now that you have like some YouTuber like in uh, New Zealand creating Warhammer 40K, 40 whatever, uh, like content, like which is like 
really stunning. He's not like putting ads on it or anything, and and we were watching it. Or is it better to watch the like, Brady Bunch? The Brady Bunch, one hundred percent, not the Brady Bunch. Yeah, it was fucking garbage when it was a hit show, and then it was just like. Sell it to syndication. Kids will watch it in the afternoons because there's latchkey kids who just have I nothing to do. I, I we're watched, all we're all I, latchkey I kids. Dick Van Dyke and ate like, yeah, but like two sandwiches. I, I every love day. Lucy. Like we were just like uh, we'll watch fucking anything, ah. and and you know there was it was cheaper to just repurpose crap from the '60s, right? Wasn't Brady Bunch the '60s? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't alive in the '60s. Like the, I was watching I TV was. in the '80s. I. You were I, like two in the '60s. I ran across a a video that was like anamorphic versus non-anamorphic, whatever round lenses, you know. Cool. And it was like a YouTube, like whatever, twelve-minute video had like two million views. Mm-hmm. That's bigger than like what MSNBC gets, you know. And it's like crazy to me that like two million people give a shit about. How lenses are ground, you know. But that's see, YouTube and the social media generation has proven to me, which I've been screaming since uh-huh. I got into whatever I do, that the Let, audience is being. I, I want to hear you scream. Go ahead. I mean, well, I'm always saying like, no, there's an audience for this, and they go, no, 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 well, you got to get him in this little box of little tiny ideas that are just right down the middle, and I'm like, no, they're not being served. And um, I, I like as the internet exploded, the first thing that everyone learned was, oh yeah, people aren't just into normal porn. They're like people. There are a whole variety of desires that Have go you been to looking at my browser. History? Yes, it's fucking. How fucking you are dare really you? into? How dare you into uh, lactating Latinas? Is it because of the alliteration or? Yes, and I don't also, like looking at boobs squ- squirting milk. That's not for me. Laplanders, yeah, you know, baby, like, and whatever. milking tables. I would not have expected you to be into milking. I don't judge me. Yeah, well, that was that was my favorite part of the Louis C.K. apology-ish special he did in D.C. Yeah. Where he, you know, I'd watch it and then fucking judge. Don't don't be like the rest of the world going. It's not enough. Like watch it. No, I'm just no, not, I'm y- not no, yes. I'm well, not then, interested in what he has. But to say. The, what the the funniest part of it for me was he's like, well, now you know what I'm into. Like I don't know what you're all into, but now you know my like I like to jerk off in front of people, and I was like, oh yeah, there's there's that. And, and then he just whipped it out. And then and he just... jerked off for ten solid minutes in a fucking tight close up, and he gets all red <laughs> and just sweat. <laughs> And you can see, like, he's got a t- black T-shirt, but you can see the sweat, uh, sweat where, his, where his moves oh, are. Like, wh- wh- and he's you like, thought it couldn't get blacker, and then it just got blacker. Oh, come on, Louis. Come on, Sakurni, whatever his real name is. Um, yeah, so, you know, there was porn, but it was white people fucking with some stupid scenes, and that was like, yeah, that, that you know, back in the film days of it, the 70s and the 80s, eh, a little more... Opens up a little bit more when you can do it on videotape. But then the internet comes and it's just like, yeah, I like to just jerk off onto women wearing torn uh, stockings. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Left, left stockings. Not right, not right. Right, right stockings. Is is that even like for me? I'm like, is that even porn? That's not for me. No, 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 left stockings, left stockings. But there's such a huge audience for it. And that means that they weren't, (laughs) they weren't being served. And so, hey, well, it's about a divorced guy with three kids. He marries a divorced lady. She's got three girls, and they got a housekeeper who 
has no sexual identity whatsoever. Uh, oh my goodness! What are you talking She's about? She's a robot. Send the butcher bringing Alice the meat. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, there's a show I'd watch. Or her just like taking, you know, yeah. Um, and it was fucking terrible, stupid. It was a stupid show. It was poorly done, badly written, badly acted. Sorry, uh, Greg Brady or whatever his real name is. So, is there a YouTube channel that you think is like? Like bringing quality where you didn't think that, like, that quality would like they're they're one they're these niche channels yes. that I watch. Yes. But what what about one that like transcends like, the niche? The niche. I don't think. Well, there's not one in my purview. Like I don't know because I'm, I, I'm a niche guy. But, but that's, you know, the way I look at YouTube is like the way the person who finally got. You know, jerking off on ripped stockings porn. Like, oh, finally left, someone left someone who understands me. Uh, you know, I don't want to watch. Uh, I just watched a video from this guy who's got like 60 million subscribers. He's the big dude. I, I, I immediately went, meh. Like Mark Rober. Like, he's good. He's kind of captured the zeitgeist so who's mark rober he's a youtuber he's a san jose guy used to work for nasa who used to work for nasa it's science forward he always tries to help some kid out who's sick or no, something uh, no, white kid always a white kid there's no sick brown people it's 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 great news yeah. only white kids get uh yeah, inoperable yeah. brain cancer and he does like elephant toothpaste, but does it the biggest in the world and does, you know, like. And it's really. It's incredibly well, well done. Very well done. It has a purpose. It has a payoff. There's it, some takeaway. There's some emotion. Like, I think he's one of the top, like. And <clears> by <throat> the way, if you guys have great YouTubers that you want to share, like who are doing really, really high level stuff, like like Mark Rober or Veritasium or, you know, like, which, which I think is. Yeah, you see, like I don't even I don't stuff. even know who that is because he's I like don't. a science guy, and he just does such incredible stuff. Like, and you know, but I don't watch every single one because, like, he'll talk about a math formula. But and, like, I've watched every single fucking our generation watched every Brady Bunch. I could tell you the plot of like a hundred Brady Bunches. Like, I, 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 it's a an embarrassment of riches now where yeah. I'll never watch all the great stuff. That and by the way, we're talking about YouTube stuff. Everything that we're talking about about like I Love Lucy or, or Brady Bunch is on YouTube, you know. Don't watch it. Somebody's clipped it there, you know. Yeah. But that, you know, I it, that's why I, <clears throat> I wish I was younger. I wish I w- had more I wish time. I you were younger. Everyone wishes I was younger. Yeah. I wish I was 10 now because the, uh, you could basically go to college on the internet now. Like you could do, you could teach yourself. I learned everything. A- anything. Yeah. So, Imagine if I had that 10 to 18 where I didn't have to have a job and like, yeah, you're done at three o'clock. I wouldn't watch fucking Brady Bunch. I'd like, holy shit, I want to learn Python today. And I just fucking learn stuff. Holy shit. I learned a lot from Python watching YouTube. I learned a lot about CSS. I learned a lot. But imagine like doing a reboot or a restart on your life and having this amount of information. It's uh, insane i'm so it's jealous because i don't have time to like i don't have the brain capacity to learn that much more i was in bands and i could never figure out how to record music and mix it rick and now, beato's there and rick beato and all of my fucking 
uh, my music theory fans and these mastering dudes and like that little stupid thing I made. It took me ten minutes, but I'm like, it oh, it is I, fantastic. I like, oh, I you know what I'm doing job. now. It's it's. I could have added some vocals to it. You know. I didn't have time. I could have added. I'll, I'll send you the uh, stems. Right. Uh, dump it into logic. But yeah, like <laughs> I, 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 I have seen how I have increased my knowledge base and my abilities in just something I want to do for fun. Make some music and yes. make it sound like like real me- like it sounds like real music. It's and stupid. That's one thing that our our fans are really good at, you know, we have we, fans. Yeah, well, Peter WG. No, Tyson is Ooh-hoo. like a great. Like he puts great. What does that have to do with YouTube? Well, he's just a maker. Like he he makes great content. Like you know. Yeah, but that's what I I was I'm mad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm in sixth grade and I'm done with school and I come home, and I'm fucking siloed. I can't get out. I can't go to the the world. So this one box in my house has fucking Woody Woodpecker, and Brady Bunch. And some crap show called I Love Lucy, which, and you just sit and watch it, and you're like, you're not learning anything, you're not expanding, you're not communicating. Like, I, I, I realize that social media comes with the cost of, of uh, you know, the alt-right and Trump, and I, 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 I'm of the mindset that, like, eh, the, the good outweighs the bad, you know? Like, we, you can do so much now with these tools Eh, so you got to put up with fucking Commander Trump for four years. Like, who cares? He didn't. He didn't destroy the world. We we're doing a good job of that. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm a fan of uh, I'm a fan of the now. I, I this like fucking nostalgia that's going on now. Like, remember this and uh, who was going on tour? The Stones are going on tour. Like fucking. I only there's use so, my flip phone. There's so much. That's why I, I get mad at John. He's the the lightning rod to my ire. But he's like, uh, I'm like, listen to this. He's like, I like James Brown. I'm like, you know they have recorded music since James Brown passed away, which was 20 years ago. Like, I just love all this new stuff that's coming and all this new content. And I can't imagine being uh, it being a better time than right now to be alive. And we got this friend of ours whose kid is like one of these creators he's super smart does like guided meditation he's 18 you know delayed college for a year and he's up here acting and modeling like he's super good looking and blah 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 and i hate him i know a super nice kid he was at our wedding don't care and um his mom who did not go to college is calling us and like, you got to talk to him. You got to convince him to go to college. And it's because she feels inadequate. I mean, she's an idiot anyway. But even if, she, you know, she just didn't go to college and she wants her kid to have gone to college. And I, we keep telling her, like, we're not the people to do that. Because yeah. one of my biggest regrets in life is going to film school. It was an absolute waste of fucking time. I, I whatever. Like, time is whatever. You can regret Those it. Those four years I could have spent just writing scripts and I would have been... So much further. I use none of it. It was a waste of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do not go to film school if you want to. Well, no, no, no. No, 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 no. You shouldn't go to film school. You should just make fucking content. Yes. But like, yeah, my, my goddaughter, she took the year off because like 
she's a math whiz and a company was just like hey we want you to work for us yeah. for a year she's like fine and i'm like i'm just like thinking like i could be 20 years old and making a hundred and thousand dollars a year like instead of spending a hundred thousand dollars a year how fucking awesome would that be you know and doing something that i already know how to do and i love doing look we have friends that work in the state school the collegiate system so i don't want to like shit on it let's but let's shit on it um sorry jenna it's the largest uh, employer in California is the state school system. Is it really? Yeah, I, did, I had no idea. Because I, I, I often look at like data maps, and I'm like, who is the I'm big not, hire? I'm not interested in your research. I, yeah, okay. Um, and it's kind of a racket, you know. It's kind of like you got to go to college and you got to get a four year degree, and yes, it shouldn't be a racket. You know, it should just be an available thing that you can do if you want to do it. You know. Yeah, and I. But it shouldn't. It shouldn't make you. Uh, all of a sudden, especially at a state school, be like six figures in debt, you know? No, it should be free. And you should probably go to community college for two years if you're not quite sure well, what you're going to do. it should be the same thing. I mean, it, it should all be I know, continuous. but, you know. Because back, like 30 years ago, 40 years ago, I shouldn't say 30 years ago, 40 years ago, like state schools were free, you know. And then Ostensibly, yeah. When I went to college, like state schools were $3,000 a semester and the fancy Ivy League school that I went to was $14,000 a year. Yeah. $13,000 a year. And then, which is like I was so privileged to go to, but it now that's a joke, you know, whether it's, it's like, like 60000 a year now. At Cal or whatever, I don't know. No, either. Yale. Oh, Yale. It's w- yeah. Yeah. More than that. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, I, it's I just like know. this kid doesn't know what he wants to do, and he's eighteen, and he's into meditation and all this like touchy feely stuff. Like, <sighs> go spend a year and study acupuncture or something, or I, this like pressure at eighteen to like go to go to this next level of education. I just I don't buy that. The well, the whole population needs to go. Scientists need to go to school. Like my my buddy from high school who studied the coronavirus, he needed to get a PhD and a doctorate. And well, it's the same is thing, he, isn't it? No, isn't he a doctor as well as a PhD? No, he's not a medical. His oh, wife's an MD, oh, okay. but he is a fucking scientist. He's like he thinks. And his mom made you delicious food. Delicious, delicious food. Um, she's not doing well. Oh, Mrs. Pillai. but. Uh, lawyers need to go to college. Like they need to study the law. You can't just like but watch you a can, bunch of YouTube videos and like, actually you can actually learn you it, can. but you can test for it. Yeah, you know, you, and you don't necessarily need to spend, you know, whatever like. Whatever, but what would I tell knowledge. a kid today at eighteen? Like, what should I study? Like, uh, coding. Okay. But even no, no. Here, but by the time, but four years from now, AI will be writing code, or right. it'll be all here's, outsourced to here's China. Here's the thing that you need to do when you're. Young, and I don't know if we have young listeners. Fuck every wet hole that you can get your paws on. Fair enough. Stick your fingers in everything. Yes. And by the time you get old, you don't want to do butt stuff. It's gross. It's gross. There's a Uh, lot of poops that have moved through that that region. Well, no, I wish there were more poops that moved there. I don't have. I have the opposite problem. All right, but the more important thing is that you work your ass off when you're in your twenties. You don't need a lot of sleep. You can either party all night. Adderall, baby. Get on it. 
Well, no, you, without Adderall, you can you can you can get drunk and wake up and like get to work and whatever. Or you and you can work your ass off and then still party whatever. But you have the constitution to do all that to, to make those sacrifices when you're young. Right. And like right now, like I'm I came very late in life to very late life. very late in life to being like oh i this is what it means to adult uh like i don't need to like, like work every day wait and like wait no no i used to do three commercials a year and make a living yeah and like not spend the rest of my days like just eating pizza or whatever and now like like oh i have to actually work in a day and like all of a sudden it, like I'm working 50, 60 hour weeks and it's hard. But if you do that when you're young, you build the foundation. You, you, I mean, I, I, I shouldn't say that because I did, you know, work in production for, for in, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. No, no. Four weeks. You, 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 four weeks. You I feel Folly Shore going, yeah, I don't audition, but I'm offer only, but uh, let me tell you about my yeah. drive over here. No, but like, you work in production, you know, you're working eight to hour days, whatever. Like those, that's what you do in your twenties. And that, that really trains your body. Right. But you're going to, two years of that is going to be scooped up with an undergrad. That's like, that's why like, I wish, this is what I wish. I wish an associate degree had some weight to it. Like two I, years we're at a time where like, it what do you need matter. four fucking years of college? Need, you don't need four, four years. years. Look I, do you want to know how you, you, do you want to know how to use a semicolon? Download Grammarly. Yeah, yeah. Explain it to you. Like you don't need to say, like, Oh God, you don't a, even need to download like, it. You uh, just enable it on your browser. Yeah. You, like, like I, you want to read Madame Bovary? You trust me. You don't. Yeah. 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 There's no, nothing to be gained, but some guys made a video where he breaks it down, but it's in memes. It's easy. You get it. You're like, great. What else? Yes. Two years. Two years. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah. But yeah. the associate degree is like, oh, that's what dummies get. So just so everyone knows, like I've been interviewing for the past few months for a new job. Who knows what's going to happen? No one cares. No one cares. But the point is, nobody said like... Where'd you go to school? Exactly. Oh, Yale. Is that the one by New York or is... I don't... Um, no, no, no. Nobody ever... The only one, the only person who ever brings up where I went to college, me, you, yeah, and it's like it's a little bit weird that you constantly. Bring okay, it up. you want to get into Silicon Valley. You want to work in that world. You want to be connected with VC and developers. No, no, no. You should I, go I to. You back, should try and get, get, get into get into stand. No, who cares I about me? I, I went to Harvard adjacent college, so no, I no, feel you inadequate. Didn't go to Harvard adjacent college. You I did. went to a college that happened to be near. Yeah, Harvard but, adjacent. No, but it, that implies some sort of like. You know, parody. But <laughs> I could see Harvard. I my my film school's graduation was on yeah, Harvard's property. But a subway could see Harvard. Uh, Tufts could see Harvard. It's pretty cool. Why do you got to shit on Boston University? Hasn't Aaron Sorkin done that done enough in the Facebook movie in the first fucking scene? I'm just shitting on you. Okay. Yeah, I, I just I I don't know. I don't. Uh, no one ever asks where'd you go to college. I just on my I think on my resume I think I have a resume I just said I had a three point six out of four I don't know what I really had I don't no one ever asked for your transcript no one wants to know what you study I studied 
Japanese history and modern Chinese history. No one ever asks about that. I, I, I have worked at, on films and in film companies, and in, no one has ever said, where'd you go to film school? Uh, or the rare occasion that they do, they're like, oh, so you were rich. You went to Boston University. And I said, no, my dad taught there. It was free. I mean, it used to be like Stanford, where you would go to USC, UCLA, or NYU, and you would make connections. But there's no film industry anymore. So if you want to get into tech, maybe Stanford, you know, or another school. But, you know, uh, we were having a brunch with a friend when we were up in Portland, an African-American woman. And she was, uh, it was brunch. It was a real brunch. We went to her house and we had a conversation. And she was... Um, excited to uh, yell at me for a while because I'm a white man and she's working at a giant tech company up there. But how come when I yell, yell at you, you because it's so not it's it's the black women's time to scream and you we must just okay, be quiet. You know Your time will come. Your time will come. Black Black Panther came out before, you know, the Ten Rings. So she was on some sort of like, let's all talk with other executives about what's going on. And this woman that she works with, white woman, on Instagram said, well, my son is, is having a hard time getting job interviews because his last name isn't interesting, which was an allusion oh. to we're white and it's hard for white people right now. So why is this like objectionable in White Lotus? But it's... Because this was brunch. So this, this, woman, <laughs> this woman just hung the phone up. She's just like, enough. I'm, I'm a black woman. I've fucking suffered enough. I don't need to listen to this bitch. And I did my like... Well, I'm going to get in the head of this woman, this, this opponent of yours. And she loves her son, and she wants her son to be successful, and he's struggling in the job marketplace. And then I said, and where did he go to school? And apologies to anyone who's gone there listening, but she said, uh, Arizona State. And I went, well, come on. My, my cousin is a professor there. It's, it's a party school. Everyone I've met from Arizona State is like, how much coke did you do while you were there? Did you, you haven't met my cousin. Okay, but he's a professor. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. begrudge him. It's a job. It's I'm talking Cornell, about. You know. I'm, I'm talking about the general Arizona State jam when you get out into the marketplace. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. I don't know if it's that he's a white guy. It's like Arizona State. Let's see if we get something a little, I, little higher. Like, maybe maybe that, Colgate. Maybe Purdue. I, I think that's the whole point. Is like one thing that Sorry, I Arizonans. I, I gained from going to a really fancy school is like nobody gives a fucking shit. And and I think this is mo- much more true now than it was forty years ago. Like you know, right now people just care about like you can measure the performance of people. You can measure their... There's a metric. Yeah. Yeah. Like... They can... They can. Who cares where you went to school? I'm going to look at your LinkedIn and all your socials and everything you've ever fucking I said. I want to listen to all your podcasts. Your po- I've been listening. You're so clever. You're so clever, Marty. God. Marty. Marlon? Marty. You're so clever, Marty. Marty. You're so clever, Marty. In spite... In despite... Of, of your other Crippling co-hosts. mental disability? How dare you? Yeah. Oh. Like... I, like I was, you know, I, I tried to get a job as a teacher during the, the pandy. I know, like, well, like at a film school, and they wanted to see my grades. And I was the first. I was like, where are my grades? I don't. It's I have a little scary. I've like with this new this job that I that I, I'm trying to get. Like mm-hmm. they have like a, a, a background test. 
a background check and yeah. they have they have sent me they have sent me a, a document that shows me every place I've lived in the You've past never had a background check. 30 years. I've never had a background oh, yeah. check. Oh yeah. When I've worked on shows with underage actors they're like it's you got to get so a background. It's so crazy and they're like oh we But that's more important to them than Oh, you went to Yale? Did you? Were right. you a fencer too? Oh, hold on, let me write this oh, down. Oh, He's a fucking oh. prick. Fencing. Hey, he has a degree hey, in hey, psychology. Right oh, you're, you're, you're oh, actually speaking. I've got, I've right got to stop speaking my words when I write them. Fucking but they're they're like must you know, hire because he's they're, fucking Chinese. They're like, God um, damn it, sex offender. Not found with this name. Yeah. <laughs> no, if not, you're going to sex offend. It's not saying he's not a sex Lord offender. Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> it's like saying like, I shall d- drop thy digit in yes, thee. He's, he's <laughs> skipped it this time, but we'll catch him someday. <laughs> Lord Lord Fauntleroy, the sex offender. Yeah. Yeah, That they want to know your FICO score. No, oh, yeah. I'm not trying to be funny. They want to oh, know. Oh, no, my FICO score is better than yours. So. That's okay. Um, oh, now it's okay. My dick is bigger. Um, the they want to know your right, work history. They want to know your like. You, have you done any weird stuff? I had to send every. Have you stormed any Capitol buildings recently? I had to send every like every income statement, whatever W two and and ten ninety nine for the past seven years. Like to I, work. Yeah. Oh. And I didn't even have those things. Like I, I it was like emailing. Can they do that? I, Can well, they ask for your 1099s? And I, look, at, I'm desperate to get out of my job right okay. now. Well, yeah. So it, yeah, so that's like it's a build your credit, oh, yeah, build but, your but. But I will not get vaccinated. How fucking dare fuck, you? It's got uh, uh, what did she say? It's got uh, formaldehyde in it. Like does not. What? <sighs> Excuse me. Yeah, right. I mean, going all the way back to that, as as we circle back to the beginning. Fifteen oh, years ago, Steve, like oh, I'm. I, I like to bring it around. My TED talks are long; mm, they no, meander no. like the Cimmerillion, but they at the end there's an index no, and there's a sense def- of closure. Definitely not. Definitely not. So, fifteen year, some odd years ago, I I was more of a libertarian thinker. I I I, didn't, I don't have any political aspirations or affiliations or anything along those lines, but I'm just like. Don't you tell me what to do, government. Because basically, I just want weed to be f- legal. And it is, so I've calmed down. I've backed off of that. But, but by the way, not a huge weed smoker. No, not really. Just, I, I'm just a... Uh, I, I want the options. I'm a personal, I options. I'm not a personal rights person, which th- thusly means I'm like women's reproductive rights. Like, yeah, yeah. Even if it is a baby and it's fucking... It's uh, fighting the fucking, the, the abortion doctor, like, eh, fuck it. Like, it's her choice, whatever. Like, I don't care. Like, I've, I've, I've established my, my position on it. Nothing's going to change my mind. You can show me little fucking gross raisin babies that have been sucked out of women. I'm like, eh, it's, who cares? But I, I, I thought about vaccines, and I was like, yeah, raisin I don't know. Babies. I don't know. I don't raise babies. There's the title. Um, <laughs> feels offensive, but it's not. So... You know, I was like, yeah, man, you know, I, I'm also annoyed that I'm circumcised. I think this was around the same time where I'm like, oh, you'd be so much more sexual if you weren't. Yeah, man. Like, I can't I don't get all the feelings. I was fucking mutilated by the system, man. <laughs> exactly. So I looked into um, a device that stretches the head, the, the skin back over your head. It's very painful. It doesn't quite work. So it was around this time that I'm and then watching, you just cut it off again. Yeah, just fi- like double circumcised. <laughs> giant fucking head like a like a fucking cauliflower so 
I'm more Jewish than you because I've been double circumcised. Watching The Daily Show with, with the girlfriend, who's now the wife, see Seth Mnookin. He's got this book, and I read it, and it's about... Were you high school friends? Yes, we went to high school together. And it's about... You haven't spoken to him since then? We, okay, we, that's, that's good. Okay, we go saw, on. like, you know, he lived in New York, and he's a journalist, and, you know... He's a big brain guy. Big like, brain guy. Yeah, we, Complete we, fucking idiot in, uh, in high school. But we... we He's but he wrote this book yeah. about the Jenny McCarthy era of vaccines gave my kids autism. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going back to Boston. I'm going to see him because I saw him on TV. And I'm like, hey, he's on TV. And so I read the book. And it's a fucking slog, as I have mentioned multiple times. It is not an easy read. It's thoroughly, thoroughly researched. He's a real journalist, which is why... He's no longer a journalist because there's no fucking money in it. And there's no. So he's just teaching? Yeah, he teaches at MIT. He runs the science journalism program, yeah. master's program at MIT. But I read this book, and, you know, he's. It put, he puts himself into the story. And he's at that time about to have a kid with his wife. And they're thinking about vaccines. And they're a part of that Brooklyn hipster. Whole Foods, you know, this didn't start with alt-right people. This started no. with people like you and me who are like, I'm not going to put poison in my baby. I know more than the scientists. Yeah, you know. And so I was sort of like, yeah, like, you're just going to fucking let the government Oh, I know inject Hollywood you. people who, who do, yeah, but do I, not vaccinate their children. I know, and but I, like, like, it if comes, I had kids, I would never let them. It comes from them. a place of... of I'm now thinking like the enemy or the villain. No, no. It comes from a place of like, my child is beautiful. I don't want, I don't, you know, and I've heard these stories. Fine. That's fine. This it, is 15 years ago. This is before social media. So yeah. I've heard stories that they can fuck your kid up. Yes. And this dumb bitch who's on Playboy is spouting that her moron children have uh, uh, no. autism. No, no, no. because She of, has a point. She's, I, uh, she is seeing things that we don't know. I don't know. You know, like, I get it. You yeah. want to protect your, ch- yeah. your child. You want to protect course. those you love. And you, and you, there's a, this distrust of science, but science is... It's, it's a distrust. It's not a dis. I, I think for the granola hippie set, it's a, a desire to be pure, to not... Right. I don't, that, I don't put garbage. That in is my, a different. And that came up in the conversation yes, in the in absolutely. my near family, who's like, "You guys eat organic," and you blah blah. And I'm like, "Listen, I found a fucking bag of coke uh, on the fucking floor of a nightclub in New Orleans, and we all fucking did it. Like, I found floor coke, and I was like, let 'Let's do this.' Like, uh, all right, we probably would have died. I mean, but yeah, the, like it, I don't it, care what. There's no the, fentanyl in there. This whatever. was before the fentanyl. Now I definitely test it, um, or at least my line. So, um, <laughs> I'm all heart. So, I, I was sort of like with that character and with Seth in the beginning of his book. Like, I don't really know. You know, he's going on this journey. Like, I'm about to have kids. I've heard that, yeah, it may fuck your kids up. You know, heard meaning I'm out at brunch. It's a bunch of, he's a Harvard educated dude. He's not an idiot. But you hear, oh, yeah, so and so's kid has autism from, you know, then they think it's from, Rob DeSantis went to Harvard. I don't know who that is. Uh, governor of Florida. I don't listen to governors there. Um, hey, you, John Sylvain went to Yale. So Ugh, um, what a what a douchebag. So I read his book, and he is writing from the point of view of a person who's about to have kids and wants to know 
about vaccines and the history of vaccines, why there was some mercury in it in Australia in the 50s. This guy, Andrew Wakefield, who published this paper that said there's a correlation between vaccines and autism. Oh, and then everything vaccination. And then you find out that the, he know. was really uh, had research from this and he probably fudged the numbers to do this. Okay. And yeah, but the panic itself is a virus. Thus the title like right. it, 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 Jenny McCarthy lives in Brentwood. She's a fucking moron. She goes on a talk show and says, "Now well, I'm very anti-vaccinations because my kids are dumb." Right. And, and she's surrounded. She's made millions and, of dollars, and, and that is surrounded by a bunch of people who said, "Like, oh yes, Jenny, yes, Jenny." Well, they don't. But the the panic is almost worse than what it may cause. You know, like right. so some hipsters in Brooklyn are like, "I'm not vaccinating my kid." I read the book. It's a fucking slog. I, I made Tamara read it a couple of years ago, and she's like, how did you get through this? I'm like, I don't know. No, no but, but that, no. that is the issue of, like, this is the, the problem of, of science communication. Of messaging, yes. Yeah. So I read the book, and I closed it, and I said, I never want to fucking think about vaccines again. They don't fucking cause autism. They don't have mercury in them. It's a fucking miracle. We're not all dead. Science knows what it's doing. The messaging, maybe not so perfect. And cut to the middle of this, the pandy. Everyone's locked down. Don't say pandy. I love it. And I'm talking to my other friend who knows Seth, Satish. He's the guy, Dr. Satish yes, Pillai. Yeah. He's the he guy who used to do psychedelics. He did a lot of drugs. Yin yin, yin yang. Um, and he's the guy that flipped his lab to study COVID. And he's like, who the fuck did Seth write that book for? Like I'm paraphrasing. Uh, no, no. Meaning, but, yeah, I, yeah. I had to go through weeks, almost months of nightly. Like, oh, let me tap the can, the, the pad here. Oh, there's 15 more pages in the chapter. Yeah. Oh, and every sentence no, has a fucking th- that is, a little number next to it, which right. means I got to go to the back. And this is this is this peer-reviewed article yes, that he yes, stole. Yes. Like every single line, yes. every fact, every piece of anything with a number. Here's a little tiny number in the corner. Well, that, that like, so he has researched it, and it, it doesn't no matter. One. Though. It reached no one. It doesn't matter. And one the, the, guy this in is, Missouri with a parlor right, account is so, like, it's, so, got, it's got formaldehyde in it, right, and right, it reached right. an in-law. Of he mine. went to Harvard, you know, and then all of a sudden that becomes like a black plague on him. But th- this is what's really amazing about this time is that you get people who who put whatever the these like misinformation out there but then there are people who put really well thought out stuff and i'm going to point out this one youtuber i'm sure there are many more like him his name is potholer 54 potholer 54 and he's a science journalist uh he's english but he lives in in australia but he he works all over the place but he does like really well researched things and he puts his citations in his notes, yeah. So you can look it up, but he also presents things in a really very just, just plain way, conversational, conversational yeah, yeah. way. And it's like, and, and I'm not saying Seth's a bad writer. It's very easy to no, read, but it's no, so hard. It's no. hard. It's very hard it's, to present this. It's stuff. D- it's dense. It's the history of vaccines. Look, as a technical writer, oh god, here we go. It is the most difficult thing of like trying to present things complicated in a way that, ideas for simple, yes. and so 
Yeah. No. No. So the hey, other side. So- don't mock so- me. I know. It's just so. No. Easy. No. It's so easy. No, you just mock oh. me. No. Oh. You know, the Alex Joneses of the world are have just found, and it's it's not his fault. It's not Trump's fault. The system is so easy to disrupt. So it, how do you talk to someone like Mark? Don't say his name. Your your father-in-law, Mark. I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't know the answer. Like, I just say, uh, you know, you, you can't argue with them and say, uh, that's not true, and the science says this, because they have, they have cut themselves off from critical thinking, which... As someone who is a critical thinker, I was not like fully into vaccines until I read the book, and then I went, okay, I went on a, an exquisitely painful journey. I know way too much about vaccines. I don't ever want to talk about them again. I don't ever. Here when someone are. says, "Here we are," and, and then fifteen years later, here like, we are. Oh, here we go again. And uh, and when this when this thing hit, I was like, "This isn't even the story. The story is going to be when they have a vaccine, and people are going to be like." Don't you tread on me, Biden or Trump? I thought yeah, Trump was going to get reelected. It's so crazy. Actually, he was reelected. But there's so many like <laughs> their kids. These these like recalcitrant like recalcitrant anti-vaxxers are th- their kids are vaccinated for everything else except for COVID. Yeah, it's almost like a a badge of honor. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. It's it's a symbol. I I just hope. I just pray that science is working on a way to put it in our water or just get it out of the I, yeah I, just I, like we, I, we, need I be, we need to be we need like helicopters just spraying it on us no, like no, we're I, like we're I crops. I think reason is a good thing. Like my wife has mm. never had a, a a a flu vaccine. And then we just happened to be at CVS with her mom and her mom was getting stuff and she's like Maybe I should get it, and I was like, "Sure, get it. It's not gonna, it it's not gonna mean anything. It's not gonna, it's not gonna cost you, you anything. It, it, just get it." And she got it. A bag of coke on the floor of a New Orleans nightclub. Yeah. We found. I found <laughs> it. Somebody <laughs> dropped it, and I'm like, "The next day, we're looking at it. Like, should we just do it? And we just did it. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, like, should we do a little more? Like, yeah, yeah like, yeah. you're yeah, fine. You're, yeah, you're, there's a little drink cleaner in there, but you uh, know what? Uh, I have a deviated septum, so uh, that's okay. it's clearing it out. It's, it's fine. clearing it. Out. It's all fine. It's yeah, all good. I, I, I'm I'm never going to argue with someone who's, you know, I, this is what I told the person. Now that I've tried to cover it up, but you won't. You know, she's in tears and she's upset. I said, "You're, ta- you're talking." No, the person that was upset about this conversation with the member of my in-laws. Uh. Uh, I said, "You're talking to a drug addict," meaning, like they've watched this one brand of news. And that that one brand of news has doesn't do the job anymore. So then they go off network and go get other right. crazy things. Like it's someone has figured out how to disrupt the system. There's like a ton no, no, of no. D- disenfranchised. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yes, 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 yes. And okay, they've the they they have found all these people who have nothing to fucking do. Also. 17 months of like can't go anywhere so yeah while you're sitting at home i'm gonna just fucking pray on your you know inability to use critical reasoning but but that's the thing is that we can't necessarily pander to people who don't appreciate like on the opposite end of things and and this is 
um, something that happens, you know, in the liberal, like, uh, like whatever talk space of like, oh, you're triggering me, you know, you're like, you're offending me, you know, you, you shouldn't say anything because you're offending me. That's, you know that's not helping either. It's not helping either. Like it's you just giving the other right, end of the spectrum right. more you fuel. To, you need to be able to not just say your your defense can't be like to something that disagrees with your core beliefs can't just be like I'm triggered. You're offending me, you know, or whatever. I don't I don't agree with you. It's a market correction. You know, it's been a hundred but you can look at data and like say like okay like you can feel that way but here's the data like 95 is hard 95 percent of the people who are hospitalized haven't been vaccinated you know i'm healthy i don't need it like i right. I, I don't know how you sell it to people other than the way the Chinese are doing it, and they're just like, you don't have a fucking choice. Cause well, and there's a balance somewhere They there. do, n- uh, Having been there and seeing how the government deals with people, they do not give a fuck of about course, the people. Of course. They I, and I don't think that th- that's the right way. No, but to someone who doesn't believe in vaccines and all this, I would say, well, I, I look at China as my canary in the coal mine. But they're not, like, spraying. No, but they're taking it very fucking seriously, like locking down... Uh, a major 10 million per plus person city. Like, they're not like, oh, we care about the people in the hospitals and your grandmas are going to get sick. They're like, this is going to, they've done a model and they're like, this is going to shut down the economy. So not what, just our economy, but the world. The, in your world, what would the penalty be for faking a vaccine card? You have to get the vaccine immediately. Like, right then and there. Like, they, but you're caught. No penalty? I, I just. I want this to be over. I want life to go back to I being know, its I normal know. crappy self and not like, wait, am I going to... I'm not going to get sick and die. It's a low mortality rate, and I think I've had it. We're not all... It's not like the movies. But they're not going to be dead people in the streets, like walking dead. But it fucks up the economy. It fucks up the gears that keep life... be That's like travel and fun and going places and not having to worry and... It's a pretty simple fucking fix. But twer I in charge? Oh, why oh. You, you, that's the second time you use that word. Twer? Go fuck R- yourself. I could see Harvard. Look, look they are. Look at them. They're no, at the, you're the hasty the hasty pudding theater. Oh, they're all dressing up like women a little, and a too hard. Okay. I am trying too hard. Yeah. Uh I I I you know Having celebrities go get vaccinated—that's not going to reach people who are like, eh, th- "There's this is like fascism. They're going to make you wear a star on your shirt, like the Nazis made the Jews." Like, yeah, that, that's that's. So the next email in the mail sack, <laughs> in the four minutes we have left, is uh, from Corey, who says, "Hello, Steve and the rest. Hi. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Corey. I just re-listened to Subterra. What's Subterra? I don't know." Not familiar. Uh, it's a great name. Thanks for making it. Oh, you're welcome. Wait, wh- what? Isn't he talking to me? I don't know. You, We made it, so you can say thank you, too. I, I, I don't know what it is. Oh, such a bad improver. It's a, it's a scripted podcast about a kid in a tube <laughs> underneath. Pitch harder. Pitch faster. <laughs> Guys. 
It's a kid. He's got a robot dog. It's fucking okay. amazing. Cor- we're losing Corey. We're losing Corey. Yes, Corey. There's a second season coming, too. It's going to be bigger and better and louder. Well, it's just because I turned my level up. <laughs> yes, we learned I'm, I'm what sure. those buttons do. I'm still just doing the same thing. I re-listened to it, too. It's uh, it's kind of fun. I enjoy it. It's It's great. It's fun. It's really fun. And then Anthony writes in. Tony. Anthony. Anthony. Writes in Anthony. From Moab. Oh, boy. Hi. Oh, yeah. He's running for state counselor. So I'm not sure if I if you all have names for the upcoming presentation you all are doing. Nope. But if not, here are some good ones. Willie Fisherbottom or Wilma Wilma. Finger do gently. Wilma, Wilma, finger do, do gently. Two minutes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I oh hope God. you are doing good. Yeah, we're doing great. Oh, yeah. I also started listening to the back catalog of the Nooner Show episode on Stitcher. Stay safe. Thank you, Anthony. Tell us about your running for council. We want to yes. be your advertising and PR firm. And we love all the, the art that you're creating with uh, your earrings. Get vaccinated. He's uh, vaccinated. I, I, I think he Just is. get vaccinated. Get, do it again. Everybody should do it. Okay, here's my call to action. If you what? have not been vaccinated, tell me why. And I, I genuinely want to know, and I'm not going to like... No judges. I'm not going to use this as a, a, a platform to like pillory you or, or make fun of you but I'm, I'm genuinely interested because like Tori you're not vaccinated we would love to know oh go v- okay you know what I'm gonna pillory someone just with pillory or fist. Pi- pillory ah! shut the fuck up okay 30 Cougar. seconds alright um Cougar any more emails no. no none from Steve Owens huh, interesting no but he gave you beer he did we're drinking a best made sour pickle beer from wait, wait, Fort wait, Worth. Start, start from the beginning. We are drinking best made sour pickle beer made in Texas by Texans. And it really does taste like if you took pickle juice from a jar and carbonated it. Yeah. And I feel nothing. I don't feel drunk. No, there's a, it's very low alcohol. It's, it's, it's just a 4.7%. No, but my blood pressure is going. Yeah, yeah. There's a little salt in it. You can really. Sky high. Yeah. It's like drinking a potato chip. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Steve Owens. <laughs> You're a prince among men. Sorry for passing away, Norm MacDonald. We miss you already. Oh, and, my God. Uh, yeah. Uh, come back soon, Cassandra and John Staining. Wait, where's Cassandra? I was getting her hair did for a wedding, something like that. Okay. Getting her hair did for a wedding. Yeah. Something. Were she going to a wedding, she would need uh, a new oh my God. frock. I hate, I hate you so much right now. But, uh, yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I needed, a complete I, breakdown. I, I was relying on my... Your whole body just slid to another computer, no, and you're like, I need it. I was like, I was like oh, I, I realized, I like, I gotta do this, this thing. 
Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a real pleasure speaking with you this oh evening. My God. Uh, wherever you are in the world, oh, go fuck yourself. Go fuck go yourself. Fuck yourself. I hate all of you. I hate all no, of I you. No, I love you all. You're all no. great. Thanks no, no. for listening. Only Steve hates you. No, Marty but hates Marty you more. Marty loves you. I love uh, you. Marty's a piece of shit. And thank you, Steve Owens. And thank you for everyone who wrote in. And thank you for everything. We love you. And we'll see you soon. I need to rename this because <laughs> this cue is not the one I, I want. Oh, okay. I, I you want to find another cue? Yeah. yeah. Stolen, stolen. Because I hear your fucking voice. Yeah, it's annoying. So mad. <laughs> oh, here's here's one. Worse. I can hear you. Okay, say your goodbye again. Thanks, everyone. We love you, and we'll see you next week. A little longer. And we love you. And we'll see you seven days from now, 172 hours, 3 million and 5,000. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.